0: I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I am here with my friends, Jackie and Vanessa.
1: Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I am a big, huge Friends fans. And this, I'm excited about today's episode. It's one of my favorite of the whole entire series.
2: And I'm Vanessa Martinez, the newbie in the group. And this episode, I don't know, Jackie. I don't know if I agree with her.
1: But we'll discuss
2: it.
0: I think wow. it's my favorite episode up to this
1: point.
0: Oh, wow, <laughs> I, I, I think it's I think it's great since the thirty uh, eighth episode, the fourteenth episode of season two, the one with the prom video. It premiered on February first, nineteen ninety six, to thirty three point six million viewers. Uh, this is the first one after the big Super Bowl stunt, so thirty three point six million viewers seems like a pretty good, uh, good good you know good return on their investment on having. The post Super Bowl show. So Jackie, tell us what happened.
1: Yes. So Joey gives Chandler a flashy gold bracelet, and they become <laughs> bracelet buddies. Uh, Monica needs to borrow money to make rent, and the lobster concept is born from Phoebe. She used it to explain that it will happen between Ross and Rachel because we're kind of just like we're at a, we're at a standstill with their relationship right now. And an old prom video brings Rachel and Ross together finally
0: it happens <laughs> i really like i mean i had a couple of problems with this episode which we'll talk about but i i really liked it i thought the ending was so good i, I just and, and honestly i didn't quite see it coming either so i i think that was you know very excited i think this episode is mistitled though what do
1: you think it should be the one with the gold bracelets No, it should be the, the one
0: about the lobsters
2: Oh, Oh, that's a good one I mean, okay, here's the thing Given the recap that was given by Jackie And looking at what we have to talk about It was a good episode But maybe it could be the fact that I haven't seen all of the episodes That I don't know what to compare it to I only have, up until now 37 episodes before this So
0: what's your favorite episode of, of these first 38?
2: Oh that's a tough one. I think maybe when uh, the first episode, I would say the um, last episode of season one and the first episode of season two, because that's where we see Rochelle really take place. Yeah.
1: hmm
2: But so- I mean, I'm, I'm really happy that I know what lobster love is or whatever that <laughs> is.
1: The lobster concept. Yes. <laughs> and, but where did she come up? <laughs> I, okay. So this is where it co- So this is what she says. She says it's a known fact that lobsters fall in love and mate for life. You can actually see old lobster couples walking around their tank holding claws. So that's when she explains it. But it's actually from one of the writers, Alexa Jung, I think, or I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But it's from one of the writers who actually her husband said it to her, and so that's how she put it into Friends because her that husband made for her life. life? I haven't fact checked that, with my, you know, but I, I would like to think
0: so. <laughs> the only problem I have with this is if they're in the tank, they're about to get eaten. <laughs>
1: yes, that's so.
0: Because you're talking about the tank at the restaurant, right? Where you pick the lobster, you were
2: gonna so they're okay. all together in there. The answer is found, okay. according to New York Times. As it turns out, lobsters don't mate for life, explained <laughs> Mr. Rear, a video editor in New York. Actually, male lobsters in particular are rather promiscuous.
1: Lobsters do
2: have a monogamous bond, but it only lasts for two weeks, said Trevor Corson, the author of The Secret Life of Lobsters.
1: Oh, my gosh. This can be considered monogamy. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I just liked it because, I mean, this line, like, he's your lobster. It's just such an iconic Live for friends, and then there is merchandise for it with mugs with that quote on it. It's just like there's so much that goes back to this episode. And I did I just, not know that. Yeah, shirts, mugs. I've seen it because I've I've shopped it. <laughs> See, I really do
2: like the whole Ross mm-hmm. storyline on this, and I like the prom video.
0: Mm-hmm. I love this lobster concept. I because I'm as soon as she said it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I get it. She's right. They're, they're, they're soul. It's a funny way of saying soulmates, I guess. Right? Mm -hmm.
1: It's Phoebe's way of saying soulmates, exactly.
0: Yeah. I I just, I thought it was lovely, and I make me love Phoebe even more.
1: And Ross tries to explain to Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work out. <laughs> it doesn't work out. Just, but that's the thing. Only Phoebe can explain it correctly. When somebody else tries to explain it, it just doesn't go well. <laughs>
0: even, even though she doesn't have a long-term relationship at this point, she still is understands relationships better than anybody. And yeah. knows when they don't work and breaks up with the person in a way that is like, this isn't working. This isn't the right relationship, so let's I loved you, you're great, right, but let's move on.
2: Maybe it's like those people who are, like, are really good at coaching a sport but can't play a sport at all.
1: Oh Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know several because I coach volleyball as well. I know several of the coaches that never really played, but they're actually really good coaches. So, yes, those do exist.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Were mm-hmm.
2: you guys digging the gold bracelet?
1: I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. T- <laughs> it's cute. I really enjoy
0: it. I come up with something like you know his like his father or his uncle or somebody had a bracelet like that. Yeah. That he just thought was the coolest thing when he was a kid. So he now that he's got a little money, he's making money. He uh, thought he'd get Chandler. I thought it was very sweet. He's
1: right. like so proud of it though. I know, and it's like what are you supposed to do, especially when it comes from such a good place, and you know we're bracelet buddies that end up being, but still, it's like what are you supposed to do?
2: <laughs> I mean, but I think Chandler did the right thing. He wore it. He was a good sport about it. It was just unfortunate, yet funny how it all played out at the end. Yeah, has, how he lost
0: it. Has yeah. anyone ever given you guys a gift that you didn't really like, but you, or a piece of jewelry you didn't really like, but you wore it anyway?
1: Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I have. Oh, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no detail, <laughs> <no, laughs> no, I guess. I details.
1: I will love. say my
2: husband—it's not, yeah, my husband or anything like that. Maybe like a a family friend or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do have like pieces of jewelry that I never wore mm-hmm. uh, just because it wasn't my taste.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I do like the friendship. So one of my necklaces that I wear a lot is from the Giving Keys and me, and my friend Viviana. It—they're called um, friendship necklaces and she has the same one and it's like a little mini key with the word love written in it. And so I enjoy the concept that Joey and Chandler were going with this with the bracelet buddies because I think there is a way to do it that it's like not so, not so flashy. like big. Yes, exactly. Like my necklace, you can barely see it. It's like, it's, and it's not flashy. So, well, I think it's,
0: you know, the flashiness is one thing, but the, I don't think men, particularly straight men do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean but it kind of reminds me of those times when we were kids and we would go to the 25 cent machines and we would get one of those bf heart
1: um, yeah. necklaces the broken one and then they put it together okay yeah. you guys are gonna think i'm really stupid but okay, so. they had
2: one at PetSmart smart recently and one was a keychain and one had a little like doggy necklace Oh my God. So oh. there's like a B and an F, and I got it for me and my dog, oh my and God. she wears it on her collar, and I have it on my keychain.
1: Oh <laughs> that's oh my our
2: bracelet, buddy.
1: At least mine is with a human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's a hey. Just kidding. I'm, okay, Layla's amazing. None for her. Caesar,
2: though. Sorry, <laughs> Caesar. Oh
1: <my> <laughs> <my God. laughs> His wedding ring is your forever friendship right? forever. Yeah. Yes, he could always add more if he'd like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: more flashiness, or diamond
0: like that. Yes, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. It's, the other thing I thought about this episode, I thought it was. James Burrows is back. He directed this episode, and you can mm-hmm. just tell it's it's compact. It, the timing is good. It's, mm-hmm. it's really well directed. I think, and, you know, more so than some of the ep- other episodes that we, we've seen more recently. So, you know, I think he's a, a testament to him and how he plays that comedy and emotion kind of back and forth. And he does a really good job with that.
2: And I feel like this episode also, like sometimes you see episodes where they don't really focus on anyone, but I feel like this episode focused kind of on everyone or played a part mm-hmm. in everyone. You see Phoebe with the lobster and how it affects Ross and Rachel. Then you see Ross and Rachel's storyline, even though their storyline was the most prominent in this, but then you also see Monica's parents, they're back. And then mm-hmm. you kind of see, I don't, we don't really see, I guess much of Chandler or yeah, mm-hmm. no, the Brains, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So everyone was prominent. I feel like yeah, it's, it's
0: chocked full. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a very, there's a lot going on in the episode. I mean, the, early scene where um, Monica's still trying to get the job and she has to uh, she does the interview and puts re- a, a Chandler down as a reference and then she has to funny. be solid for the creepy re- I, I think this is, was a brilliant scene because I think I mean you guys tell me women certainly are going to relate to that because oh yeah, you're in a situation where you've had some creepy guy do some creepy thing and you're like Screw this! I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, several situations, not just one. <laughs> You're like, okay, and I'm off. You're <laughs> like, you just like it, it, you need to take like Monica does in the in the show. You like you need to just take like a shower to just get it off, you know? Because it's just it's, it's sometimes some people just don't have that line where they don't know what to cross or not, you know? Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I think he like handled it, I guess pretty well. Like she just laughed. I get kind of awkward in those situations. Yeah.
1: Well, like, as we all do, you know, I would just I just kind of like say, okay, and then I just leave. <laughs> it's so weird. I remember
2: like one time it wasn't like for a job or anything, but it was more of like me walking and then some guy saying something. And I don't remember yeah. what. I think he was just like, Oh, do you wanna like hang out yeah. or something? I was like, I'm oh, sorry, I gotta go to church. Like I literally <laughs> said that
1: and I don't know I don't know why I said I have to go to oh church. Oh my god. That's <laughs> even sunday like, i don't even know <laughs> See, maybe i get feisty when guys cat call me i'll get feisty back at them and then they'll like not know what to do because they don't expect a response and so and then but other instances yeah i just leave you know if i don't I have a conversation
0: a, a to put that out there because i think as i mean as a man it shocks me that that happens
1: yeah, exactly. still does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, I was wearing a mask in the grocery store actually this week, and then I got woo wooed, and I'm like, I wanted to go over there and be like, did you just woo woo me with a mask? But I just avoided them. <laughs> I know somebody who was
2: actually running, um, and then somebody cat called them, and they fell and they broke their leg. Oh, oh yeah, my that God. was a very long time ago. Thankfully, they're fully recovered.
1: Oh my but gosh. Yeah,
0: the wow. disrespect. Yeah, yeah, it's so shocking to me that that happens.
1: Yeah, it happens.
0: So, I'm glad that it's in there because it does put it out there, even though it's in a comic way, it's still an experience that women, particularly younger women,
1: go mm-hmm.
0: through and have to deal with. And it's just, mm-hmm. it particularly in the workplace, I mean, it's yeah. work's hard enough and you got to deal with that. You don't need all that other crap on top of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. just too much. And then, poor thing, then she her She's gonna have to ask her parents if her I thought Ross was pretty funny too. She says she did not want to take money for him because he'll be you know, like feel awkward and, around him. And he goes, "We well, already feel that way about mom and dad. Ask them for money."
2: Yeah, <laughs> but then they want to turn her room into a gym because she doesn't have all those trophies stored in there. That yeah. Ross-ass. Hilarious.
1: Well, because he's the golden child. He's always been known as the golden child. And so Monica feels that throughout. And I think that's probably why she needs more control in her life, because she's always felt that need to like, you know, up to Ross, you know. So I think it's funny that they always put that in in the way that Jack, 10% of your paycheck, where's it go? in
2: the bank (laughs) i'm kind of going through it in a similar way right now with my parents but not because of the whole like golden child thing so i don't live with my parents anymore and neither does my sister my mom is trying to make room for more things now that my niece and nephew have come along they like to claim our old rooms as their rooms. And my mom also is trying to store her things, or my parents are now storing things in our old rooms. So every time I go over, my mom is always giving me a box or she's always <laughs> telling me to take something. And it's kind of, I don't know, like I know I have some stuff left there. My majority of my stuff is here, but she's always trying to give me something. And I'm always like, mom, why are you trying to move me out? Like, so I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> but I probably will <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's during true. quarantine, my mom has been organizing the garage as well, but she knows she can't give me boxes because I have no space because I live in a studio. So she's <laughs> like, I'll just keep yours here. But my sister <laughs> gets boxes because she has a house with kids. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, we've it's all been true. through that.
2: Do you still have parents at your house or boxes at your parents' house, Jason?
1: Um.
0: Yeah, there are some things that are still there. And now <laughs> they're just get into the attic cuz i'm like i'm not i'm not taking them but i you can't get rid of them either <laughs> really-
1: <laughs> i think that's like the token of being one of the tokens of being a parent you just can't get rid of some of your kids stuff
0: <laughs> and so you know someday you know hopefully it's a very long time from here when i have to clean their house out i'll go through yeah. it all that, you know, with that, yeah. that. You know that's gonna happen but not anytime soon unlike the gellers who just bring it all over and pop it <laughs> up in the, in the living room
1: right
2: yeah my parents haven't done that they just mm-hmm. expect me to take something every time i go
0: <laughs> all right well let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about the prom video and the climax of this uh, this episode and they uh, honestly i did not see this coming so we'll talk about that when we come back All right, we're back, friends with friends, talking about the one with the prom video. And I got to say, there's so many funny moments in this, but when Chandler and Phoebe are in the, in the coffee shop and Phoebe goes over to him and goes, hey, there's a uh, woman checking you out at 11 o'clock. And uh, Chandler sees it and she goes, oh, I'm ready for my penis. So she thinks she's being all burly <laughs> like, a, like a man. Funny.
2: Yeah. It was just so funny how... It just backfired once he whipped out the bracelet and the girl saw.
1: (laughs) How funny. Yeah. But I loved, okay, so the title of this whole episode is the prom video. How did you like the flashback, Vanessa? This is the first time we're seeing the very first flashback. How did you like it?
2: It was good. I liked it. I like, I don't know, it made me love Ross even more, just seeing that he was so Mm -hmm. attentive to Rachel. Rachel kind of made me upset because she thought, you know, she was obviously better than him. But in reality, like, I don't know, she was just so mean to him at the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. because when he was trying to explain the whole lobster scenario, you know, she said, no, just accept it. He's like, accept what? You know, no, it's not going to happen. And Mm -hmm. the end, just seeing how it all turned out great in Ross's favor, it was amazing. I liked it. All because of the video. All because Monica's parents brought her the box.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that goes with you, Jason, because you didn't expect it because that's what we saw earlier is that conversation when she says, I'm not yours to save. You know, we are never going to be we're never going to happen except that. And so you think from that conversation, it's not going to happen. And then this video comes along. And it the changes lady, everything.
0: So good too. Because I mean, she says, You have to accept that. And he goes, Accept that? What? And he goes, No, act accept that. that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that is a very profound moment. If this is over. You need to move on. Done. Mm-hmm. We can be yeah. friends, but that, that's it. I'm not, when she says, I'm not yours to take care of or to worry about or whatever. To save. Not, mm-hmm. well, to save yeah. That was really profound. I mean, I thought, and it's Rachel, you can tell she's had all this. You know she's thought a lot about this yeah. she's just saying flippantly or off the cuff she's really thought about this and it's it's hard for her I think but it it is what it is she's she was hurt and so she had to move on but you know things change with the video The only thing I didn't like about the video and I get that the whole joke about Monica being heavy when she mm-hmm. was and all that but I felt like it was too much with her holding the sandwich.
1: Yes. So that's actually a very controversial topic throughout the whole entire series because they reference Monica being heavier um, several times and when she was fat. And then it goes to the flashback and she's not even that she's not even that big, you know, and so it kind of goes into this, you know, the 90s when I think that that look of being super skinny with the supermodels, you know, was very in. And so when they showed Monica, they thought that was big, but nowadays that's, that's like a normal woman. So I think that was very controversial too. So. I
0: I, just, I, I, I get the idea that she had, and, and by the way, she is so skinny in the uh, the episode there. I mean, she is yeah. real thin, but mm-hmm. it was just, it was too much. Do the weight thing fine, but you don't have to add in that she's hungry all the time. And, you know, yeah. you know Food obsessive. And I I do feel like that heavy people are, are the last the the one thing you people still it's okay to make fun of fun of people with weight issues. So, mm-hmm. I don't think that's yeah. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why a lot of people. If you yeah, just put it on, you know,
0: heavier, fine. But you know the the food thing, and then there was another reference. She even says it at the end. I'm hungry when he's and um, Jack's trying to get her to dance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just I thought it was too much. It's a little overkill. And, and then, you didn't have to do that to mm-hmm. you didn't get your point. Didn't yeah. And I,
2: whatever. and I mean that too, the joke, I mean, that with um, Joey's like, oh, some girl ate Monica. And Monica goes, the camera adds 10 pounds. And Chandler was like, okay, so how many cameras are actually on you? Uh, right. you that know? Would
0: have been, I mean, that was bad enough. But then the sandwich and then the talk about having hungry at the end. I thought it was just, yeah.
1: It was too much. A yeah. too much. A little too much. But I did love her dress. <laughs> Her dress was so good. All the, they nailed the 80s so perfect in this prom video with Ross's curly hair and mustache and then Rachel's dress and uh, Monica's dress. And it was just hilarious. And where they shot that, obviously, everything's still on the Burbank plot. But I actually walked those stairs. I went into that house. That was part of the Friendsgiving tour. And I have a photo and we'll post it on our Instagram um, of me sitting on those stairs because I was like, that's the the. Prom stairs, you
0: know where Ross looks down and sees Rachel off with Chip because he was going to replace Chip to go to prom. So, so that when Joey says, "Hey, Mr. Uh, Mr. Carter," that's yeah. like, welcome back, Carter. A oh. show where the teacher had that kind of big hair, uh, frizzy hair, and a, and a heavy mustache. And in the last episode, Julia Roberts make, says Gabe Kaplan, who's the actor who played Mr. Carter, oh. about the uh, uh, the actress with the mustache. So there were um, two Gabe Kaplan references in two consecutive episodes, which is interesting.
2: Jackie, when you sat on the stairs, did you play it on the keyboard?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was completely empty. So those houses are built so that they can be dressed and with set designers, you know. So there, it was pretty empty, but it still it still looks like it did when they shot this back in the nineties. But I mean. It was just cool to be in it's it's all open, you know, because they have to fit all these cameras and lights in there, but it was still cool to be there. But no, I did not play the keyboard. I can't believe wait, you noticed you noticed what about the keyboard?
2: I know I know I knew the song that he was
1: playing.
2: It's like classic and I always hear it at like weddings or parties or something. But I didn't
0: it's Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop.
2: Yeah. I wonder if like he knew I wonder if he knows how to play the keyboard.
1: Oh my gosh! I had no idea. I I I, I I still like don't know what song you're talking about. No, <laughs> <laughs> Google it. It's really yeah. it's no. called
0: Axel F. It's named after the uh, Eddie Murphy's character Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop.
2: Yeah, I've heard it so many times. Yeah, wait, Jason, do you know the song? Oh yeah, yeah. It's very popular
0: in the eighties. You're the only, only one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For once,
0: it was very popular in the eighties.
2: Mm-hmm. Did anybody notice in Monica's apartment the wooden arc that was
1: in, in by the kitchen?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Was that yeah. always there?
0: It was yeah, there, early. and then it wasn't, I feel like. I feel like there, it goes.
1: There's an extra beam that pops up, but um, that whole wooden thing is there throughout the whole series. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I'm this, I think,
0: it comes and goes.
1: I beg it
2: differ, yeah.
1: No, the, the main part of the arch is there, but then there's an extra beam, and that pops up every now and then.
2: We'll discuss this in the next episode. Was (laughs) the beam there? Yeah, when
0: is the beam there? When is the beam not there? Yeah,
2: because it was just distracting, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. But did you guys know in in Monica's fridge in your apartment, in her apartment, she actually had water there for the whole cast Mm. that people could just go in? It was like a working fridge.
1: Oh, interesting. It was
2: fully stocked with water.
1: I didn't notice
2: that.
1: What I I did. So back to this prom video, mm-hmm. I like that there had to be something like from the past that had to bring the future of Ross and Rachel back together, you know, and that is, she's just watching. And when her face, when she's watching the video, when Ross is, you know, getting drafted. Yeah, it's just like, it's it's so, she's just so like, what? Like, maybe you see her realizing, okay, maybe I should be with him. Look how long he's been going after me and how much he's in love with me. And then the cross the, the walk from the living room to the door was like 10 years long. <laughs> it was just so
2: perfect. Oh, it, was like, it
0: was perfect.
2: The kiss, it was so beautiful. So I'll watch it, it again.
0: That Rachel, neither Rachel nor Monica knew this happened.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: was amazing.
1: I mm-hmm.
0: but- see it, and they're just so, it's, I mean, my stomach hurt. Yeah. But like they hurt and when she was walking right right, Jackie, when she was walking across my son was so hurting because I'm like, oh my god, what's that? what's
2: she gonna do? What's she gonna do? What going
1: to do? <laughs> but then it seems like Ross's parents knew all along. Yeah. Yeah. Well maybe it, they like, didn't think yeah, you're right. They but they probably didn't think they don't know what's been happening with Ross and Rachel throughout, you know. So yeah. But I so I was a bit of a hard ass, you know, when it's the list, I'd be like, Nope, I'm done, but this this would get me to be with him because it's just it's so sweet and it just this is this makes my heart melt i just love it and then phoebe says see he's our lobster and that's like oh! Oh, the bow on the present the cherry on top is everything uh,
2: <laughs> i'm like- just so happy yeah. I love a
0: big ending. I love a good finish. You know, yes. give, me, give me a good ending and I'm in. Oh yes, and
1: so now where's it go from here? It's gonna be great. It's gonna Jack
0: be great. And in bed, that's where it goes. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> that was the perfect little joke at the end. We cut to <laughs> Monica's watching the rest of the video, and then they cut to <laughs> Jack and Duty in bed. Oh my god!
1: In so his gross. So gross. <laughs> next day. <laughs> so gross! <laughs> oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good.
0: All right. Any final thoughts? Any la- uh, favorite moments?
2: Mm, one thing mm-hmm. I did notice when they when Chandler apparently loses a bracelet, Rachel mentions that Gunther finds it, yeah. and Gunther was standing like right there. But why didn't Gunther say the line like I found it? Yeah, that was my only thought. Yeah. Um. But other than that, no,
1: no final thoughts. I mean.
2: I will put this up there because you guys say it is great, but I will compare <laughs> it to other episodes. Yeah,
1: I just, it's, it's, I'm a, I, this episode turned me into a romantic. I'm not much of a romantic, but this is a romantic. I, romantic love Jackie it. I, love I don't it. know.
0: I thought it was so
2: sweet.
1: Because he made oh. the list. He made the list. That still gets me, but this episode changed my mind.
2: This is like one episode. That's another episode. People I know. Thanks. You got to move on
1: no that's that's why i i would accept ross after this
0: i mean he knows who you are i think david swimmer no i don't look i don't look at him that way all right coming up in the next episode of friends with friends rachel and ross finally you know
2: you know know. know. (laughs) so
0: lots to talk about there for sure
2: so, if you like this episode, please subscribe and give us five star ratings and leave nice comments.
1: Follow us on Friends with Friends podcast on Instagram. Give us a like. See you next time.